0: Everyone out there in Geek Vibes Nation, this is your friend Dane Alves again, and we have an episode of Dane Rants. We have a good subject, I would say, today. Uh, We're going to be talking about something that I've been looking forward to seeing for a very long time. And uh, here to help me talk about it, I got Joel Jimenez. Uh, You know, we haven't done anything, I don't think, in a long time, but how's everything going in your parts, buddy?
1: Everything's been good, man. Yeah, so yeah, it has been
0: quite a while, hasn't it? (laughs) <laughs> yeah man um just uh it's crazy i think we, we probably haven't talked since well besides chatting here and there right right like kind of show since before the pandemic started right yeah probably yeah i'm thinking i guess we're always going to reference 2020 and 2021 with the pandemic for the rest of our lives but what are you gonna do yeah not much <laughs> <laughs> really not but what we can do is watch movies And uh, with everyone trying to get our attention, getting us to stay home for the most part, Mm -hmm. um, that's what we have, is downloadable platforms, you know, way more so than just Hulu and Netflix like it used to be. Um, Everyone's got skin in the game, Joel. And uh, this opportunity, basically, before that we were going to get anyways, but definitely with the popularity, I would even say getting bigger with, you know, having these downloadable platforms – um, because of the pandemic, but you know, this is something that people have been wanting to see, and I shouldn't bury the lead because we're talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League, and I think I forgot to mention that throughout the whole entire beginning, so I apologize, guys. It's been a long day at work, and that's what I'm gonna blame it on. But you know, what do you think? This was talked about like, I don't know, a year ago, it was pretty much confirmed, maybe a little bit more, maybe a little bit less, and uh, we never thought this was gonna happen, and right. somehow. Joel, happen.
1: yeah. uh, it happened. Yeah. It fucking did, didn't it? Um, and look, what well, we talked about it years ago, obviously, when we were doing the shows back then, That like, look, I, I was one of those. Like, if they were going to have it, cool. But if they weren't, whatever. I wasn't one of those pining for it to come out. I just really want to continue to go forward. And I still feel the very much the same way, but because it's just, I hate dragging on the same topic. I just want to move forward. And I still feel like this movie has just held this universe back. <laughs> um, but look at, look at, after watching it, finally watching it, and it was great. And the fact that, sorry about that. Um, the fact that this movie is so much different than what the theatrical cut actually gave us is insane. Uh, there's so much in this movie that is not in that cut. And obviously it's a four-hour movie, but it's, it's almost a completely different movie. You know? And as look like you said it i mean we were talking about it earlier we both enjoyed it uh and and this i i can't i can't say enough about it. it it was actually really
0: really good yeah no i have to agree with you i think all right so it's a different story but you guys it, basically it's the same beats and by the way going forward this is going to be a spoiler heavy review so i should yes. just put that out there i'll put it in the description as well but we're going to talk about stuff. We want to break down the movie itself. But it, it, you're going to see, you know, if I were to be talking to someone that hasn't seen it, you're going to see uh, the same scenes but the context of those scenes in the correct order because basically Josh Whedon had a bunch of footage and he chopped it up and did what Warner Brothers requ- requested uh, with the footage that Zach had. So that's why it costs, what, $70 million to go back and reshoot what they reshot for this thing? So it's, yeah. it's definitely different with the context. It's definitely different, I would say, with the character development. The characters earn their moments. Uh, Cyborg, and it has been said probably at nauseum at this point, but he really is the heart of the movie. Regardless of how you feel about the whole Ray Fisher situation and mm-hmm. Suchihara and Hamada and all that fucking shit – Mm-hmm. The movie should come out, and really was at a detriment to his acting career that this movie didn't come out in theaters the way it did. Would you Would you agree with me? No, one hundred percent. He
1: definitely got the the worst part of it. Uh, a lot of his scenes got cut. A lot of his scenes got cut. It's crazy because I remember a lot of those scenes from the trailer, and I'm like, and I don't really remember not seeing them in the movie. And I'm like, yeah, he really did get screwed, didn't he? <laughs>
0: Yep, no booyah uh, this time. (laughs) A a much more in-depth, intelligent, intellectual, really human story. One of my favorite parts, actually, with um, Joel was the part where he kind of finds out, kind of creepily, but, you know, just just being this super tech Robin Hood, if you will, finds out that lady's information and then goes to the bank when he knows that they're about to be out of money and they're about to lose their house and just puts a little bit of money into her – account, a little bit – puts $100 million into her account. (laughs) <laughs> so, you know, or however much hundred thousand I think it was. It wasn't hundred million. I mean, right. still, if all of cool. a sudden like I was at my bank account and like I don't know a thousand dollars just magically popped into it, I probably would have a heart attack. But exactly. that just shows you the heart, I would say, of cyber in this movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's not the first time that he's depicted as kind of doing Robin Hood like things. I think the, the, the scene with his mother talking I guess uh talking to the dean or whatever about something he like helped one of the girls cheat or some shit because of some some something that involved him helping
0: he the uh he hacked into the school 's database and right. changed her grades
1: there you go and then uh, I figured but there was a good reason for it it wasn 't him just being you know mischievous or anything
0: it was uh, i think something that to the extent of well, you know her. Her house burned down, or something like that. Something tragic happened with her. So, h- if how was she going to be able to make up that school? Was the reasoning, and that's why he did it. But, right, right. So. That was another great scene, just meeting uh, the mother, uh, right. who was in it for a small amount of time, but actually a really, really good character uh, in the scenes that she was in. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, she, uh, she, was, uh, she had, obviously, she wasn't at all in the, in the last cut, so she was completely cut out the original movie um so we never got to see his mother and see what happened to her and that she was a part of the accident that they got him where he got you know where he was at so and then we also got to see i mean i guess we saw him i I, I forgot that because you see his body is fully cyborg, pretty basically so i forget that you know he did like his whole upper body was pretty much whole still and it, it just took over his body when it like merged with the with the mother box
0: Well, that's one thing I love about Zach, and kind of echoing to the beginning of this movie is that BVS spent a good majority of the introduction showing you Bruce's side of what happened in Man of Steel. Mm -hmm. And this movie starts out and it's kind of like a callback, just like that other one that you were just referencing Mm to with what happened in the previous movie. Uh, You see at the beginning of it, Superman dying and his voice echoing out an effect that rippled through that you could hear you know and i I don't exactly know the mathematical fundamentals for that but i'm not going to really worry about it or get into it but right you know (laughs) like how the fuck would that happen even superman's voice what is he blackball no i'm just kidding
1: um even so like why is it why why is his voice uh uh signal the 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 mother boxes or whatever or uh activate them or whatever
0: i guess we're supposed to it's kind of like why do you put on the black costume we're right. Supposed to fill out those dots like yeah. with 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 the, uh, <laughs> what the hell. We were just talking about the case. Um, Which one? Before I mentioned the costume, what were we just talking about? Oh, sorry.
1: The the, 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 the damn it!
0: I just had it in my mouth <laughs> the, the the mother boxes. Mother boxes. Right. Yeah. I, I don't remember exactly where I was going with it, but I'll just leave it at. You know, the beginning of the movie really shows you what happened in an outer perspective. Oh, that's what we're talking about. Like, why did the ripple keep on continuing? Right. We're supposed right. to think that his, since they, they mentioned in the Kryptonian, I guess, in the dialogue with um, uh, Steppenwolf, that there's no Kryptonians. So maybe they were monitoring the planet and they had decided to go exactly when they knew that he was dead. I don't know. That's kind of throwing a lot of information into it, but it's a four-hour fucking movie. So at that point, what are you gonna do? Same thing with the costume. I'm sure that that was like either the war suit that he was supposed to. Like we could have gotten a little voice in from from uh, uh what the hell's his name? Felix. Um, <laughs> no, his dad, uh, Russell Crowe. You know, explaining like this is the this is the armor that we wear in battle, black and silver, some shit like that. Just like him hearing it. I think what we'll they don't.
1: It's similar to what the comic, where it, it absorbs more sun, so it was help to help him restore his powers quicker. But they, again, they don't explain
0: it <laughs> exactly. Like, and we know the comic explanation, obviously. But right, yeah, which is making I'm, I'm sure our feed is not okay. <laughs> yeah, I just, um, I don't know where to start. I mean, so there of- there are. Imp- <laughs> There are imperfections in the movie for sure, uh, mm-hmm. but it's it's almost like you have to like, like we're we're just like kind of bickering about those those kind of little loose plot holes. They're nothing compared <advanced> to how drastically different this movie is compared to the uh, Justice Whedon version, yeah. if you will.
1: <laughs> Justice.
0: <laughs> Would you agree with me
1: though? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, like I said, like I ha- whatever issues I do have, they're very. Minuscule. There's no, like, major plot points for me. Uh There are little things you gotta like, get over, but nothing, again, nothing too major. Uh Like, for me, I... I it, but this is a personal bias for me. Uh It'll always kind of feel incomplete to me, this movie, because there's no core Green Lantern, and to me, it, a Justice League without a Green Lantern is just weird. But that's because I'm a fan of the comic book Justice League, so for me, it's gonna always be weird that there's no core uh, Green Lantern in this movie, so... As much as I love this movie, it'll,
0: there's a part of me that's like it's not finished. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. And did you hear about some of the stuff? I'm well, I'm talking to our scoops fucking guy or one of them. But <laughs> to some of the, the the stuff that he's been talking about, that he wanted to include John Stewart. Yeah. But I, I it's probably like you could blame it on Warner Brothers. But I mean, how how the fuck's he gonna throw more shit in there? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Martian Manhunter, which is another kind of gripe of mine. Decide mm-hmm. to come right at the end of the fucking thing, after all yep. this travesty that he's been around constantly, he decides to come out and be like, hey, Bruce, I'll join you if you need me. Like, <laughs> So I understand why it's like, let's not put in Jon Stewart, but we also heard that h- him and Ryan kind of interacted and talked after yeah. Ryan kind of joked about it. And then coincidentally, Ryan Reynolds, the day before Justice League comes out, uh, says he found the ring and decided to watch the, the extended version uh-huh. of his movie, The Grown uh-huh. Lantern. Uh-huh. right. You know, what the fuck is with that? So, like, the timing of that, I think there. well, let me just say, we'll go over the logistics of it, because I have some stuff written down, um, oh. and I hate math, but <laughs> the possibility of the future of this type of thing, mm-hmm. the fact that you could introduce a John Stewart pretty easy, and also you have Ryan Reynolds to play with, possibly as Hal, to finish up his story arc,
2: mm-hmm. if you're
0: not going to be using Hal Jordan in the near future with your television show or movie, and it sounds like, they're not so i don't know but do you want to comment on that shit while i was rambling
1: sure um well yeah it just came out recently i think it was the other day that he mentioned that yeah like you said the scene was actually supposed to be for the green lantern um and i would have loved that but obviously warner brothers pushed back they don't want them using the green lantern because they want to introduce the green lantern and i'm like why bring up the multiverse if that's going to matter to you
0: guys? But whatever. Um, he already has Green Lanterns in the you fucking You remember the conference a couple months ago? ago? <laughs> yeah. Like, the multiverse, the multiverse, the multiverse. Right. So
1: well, I don't know why would you step on someone's toes if, like, if you're talking about a multiverse. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But whatever. And like I said, there's Green Lanterns in the movie. Not the Green Lanterns that we know the, the main ones. But there are at least two in this movie. Uh, just, you know, a little little Um Now... My the thing is, like he wanted to use John Stewart, and I think he also wanted to use uh, Ryan as Hal, and it looks like Ryan was down too. But again, mm. they pushed back hard, and they said no, and he, you know, they compromised, and, and they let him use Martian Manhunter, um, Henry Lennox. You know, so cool. I'm cool with that. You know, I love that ending, but I, I, I would have loved it more if it was a Green Lantern, and that would have definitely, you know, made that movie like even much better <laughs> for me. But at a level uh, of epicness. Yeah, so would have just added a little bit more epicness to us because that's just to me that was like the cherry on top that I never got in my opinion. But it's whatever. It, we're not gonna get it, and they want to do something with Green Lantern, and we know they are. They're doing a TV show. They want to do a movie. I get it, but like I wanted
0: to. See, I also want to see the
1: Green Lantern with the Justice League.
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah, man. Especially yeah, because we see that one that we saw in the Josh Whedon version, uh, the right. 2007 version, in the past. Didn't, we, it didn't look – I don't know if you remember the alien type or – I mean, I'm a Green Lantern fan, but that one didn't look familiar as compared to the other one. It looked like a dead Kilowog. Yeah,
1: it was like a – yeah, there was a, the Yangar one from the past uh, – the old Danger War one. They were talking,
0: yeah, and it looked like Kilowog. Also, like a dead Kilowog in a, one of the flashbacks. That's, that's so cool and just branching stuff out there. But they do set up other characters or potential for other characters down yeah. the line. Because they do show you Green Lanterns exist in this universe. Right. Um, Ryan Choi, uh, the atom, who mm-hmm. takes over the nano division uh, at STARS, yep. Star Labs. So that's another one. And then the Martian Manhunter, right?
1: Yep, exactly. So this is like Moon from War was not, that was no
0: joke. <laughs> I swear to God, me being a geek uh, of, of, of Greek mythology, when we get to see, like, the extended Lord of the Rings version of the yeah. story of the three mother boxes, right. I was like, if you have the option, and it's Wonder Woman's dad, why don't you just see if Zeus is not doing anything? Like, what the fuck's he doing? Like, I would want <laughs> Zeus part of the Justice League. That would be cool as shit. That would have been cool. I wish there was more gods during that scene. There's only three of them. Yeah, yeah. I know. There was Artemis, Ares, and him. And, Ar- yeah. and Ares
1: dark side up. Yeah, he did. That's the reason he backed out. There, there he's got him right on the fucking shoulder. <laughs> he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> so carry how, that, the, the ship.
0: Does, here's, a, here's a random question to you. Because mm-hmm. someone was asking about Steppenwolf, like, who is he? And I was like, I kind of came up with the fly. I was like, he's kind of like, for the MCU, what Ronan is to Thanos. Steppenwolf is to Darkseid. In a way, like his main general, they're always trying to appease them, mm-hmm. but, you know, they constantly get pissed off, or pissed on, and, you know, later on, their head sliced off and fucking crushed by their right. ex boss. But, uh, yeah, very, I think they're kind of a similar character, but I actually think I like the development of this Steppenwolf far superior over the Josh Whedon mm-hmm. uh, version, and also, more so than uh, they did in Guardians with, um...
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely got more time with this uh, Steppenwolf, Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf in the comic books is, is, is like his uncle, actually. Actually, but um, yep. Yep. but like in this, like he's the more or less one of his generals. I and mean, then you can see the side talking shit to him the whole movie, which was funny too. Uh, always talking down <laughs> every time he got a chance. Um, but he wanted to appease Dark Side and all this extra shit. And look, that crazy armor they they ended up giving him like that was his original armor. Which is crazy. All the spikes moving around. I'm like, that was an interesting look. And the fact that they made Steppenwolf kind of look more like Grumpy Cat at the end of it, I mean, that was kind of weird, but he did look like a kitten. <laughs> it was weird.
0: <laughs> I thought he looked he looked awesome, but I, uh, while I'm watching it, at one point I go, he kind of looks like Goldar from the Power Rangers, but with like a Hammerhead's head. Right, and um, cute
1: eyes. His eyes are just like, you look like you're going to cry.
0: <laughs> yeah. He did he did have those crying eyes. Uh, that was uh something interesting with the movie. Uh no actor to play it's like could you couldn't you have seen what Gwendolyn Christie was doing? Like if that was a reshoot where we saw grainy goodness mm-hmm. or what the person that obviously if they ever wanted to do something that could just, you know, mock over and no one's gonna no one's gonna care or anything like that. Right. Sad and Dark were both voice actors.
1: Yes. Yes, they were. They were good voice actors, too. And they were. No, and no voice acting for Granny Goose. She just had like a little small cameo. <laughs> I'm just that saying, was crazy. you know,
0: uh, one thing I, I, I could suggest is seeing if um, the guy who did the animated version of it, uh, man, in Scanners, oh man, now I, I can't remember his name, but uh, the one from the, the DC uh, animated universe, Dark Side. if you're going to get someone that does voice and stuff like that, that would have been cool. But he did a good job. Don't he get me wrong. Very did a he, great. Yeah. He did a damn good job. Um, now, no, this is all I want to do. Do you want to like talk about a specific scene? Should we break it down? We 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 kind of just went into this uh, and apologize on my behalf. Uh, besides <laughs> the logistics at the end of it, I didn't really have like a formula of how to lay out this. Do you want to kind of like go from the beginning to the end or something?
1: If you want, I mean, I don't
0: mind. We could have went by
1: part if you wanted. Even though it's hard to remember what was in what part, but. Unless we take notes, which I didn't, <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> but we can if you whatever you remember from the
0: beginning, you go from. Um, yeah, uh, let's. I'll kind of like just talk about it because, like I said, it is the same scenes essentially, but done the right way where they were supposed to originally be right. with stuff in between. Oh, one thing definitely. Um. So happy not to have smiling fucking Batman. Uh, (laughs) Most of that shit, like, like, I kind of liked you, or whatever the fuck he says at the end of it with Superman, none of that shit's in there. That was dumb, I hate to say it, kind of MCU-ish hijinks. Uh, Tougher Batman, he's still a little bit uh, too optimistic for my liking, but as soon as you see the whole Armageddon scene, he's like old-school Batman again where he hates everyone. Mm -hmm. Right. Somebody now has a gun. <laughs> a really big gun. Yeah. God. I love the Damascara scene. I love yeah. seeing the the women not, you know, really kind of be badasses. Like, who do we fear? We fear no one, you know. Right. Yeah. And awesome. Hippo, Hippolyta, or however the fuck you say her name.
1: Hippolyta, yeah.
0: Hippolyta. That's right. It's like a flower or some shit. Um. <laughs> She's got to leave all of them, and it's kind of sad. That's the thing; is like it it, it it tugs at your emotions a hell of a lot more with a lot of the stuff that's happening in it.
1: They mm-hmm. got more time to flesh it out, you know. There's more. Just now, some things you could like there were parts of that scene in, in the during the Amazon part. You could probably cut some small parts out of it, but it it's it, it full immersion of emotions <laughs> you like you feel all of it you know when he's going in there and they're fighting him off and she feels terrible for leaving them behind but they're fighting you know to protect that damn thing because they know what it means and and Apollo had literally has to leave everyone behind and the whole thing fucking tumbles over into the ocean that sucks and you can see she feels like shit when it, when she goes back to it and he's not dead. And you're like, oh, shit. We already knew that because of it originally. But still, that whole scene, I loved that in the, the theatrical cut. So imagine how much I loved it in this version.
0: <laughs> Dude, I think the fact for me that also made it a good viewing experience. Me and Nick, and Nick Smith, uh, part of Geek Vibes, uh, has done a bunch of stuff with us in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a screener to it. So we saw it a couple days beforehand uh, in the theaters. And we actually thought that Josh Wiedemann, we were like, we knew the situation behind it. And we are like, yeah, it was pretty much, uh, they, they turned into Avengers movie, but it wasn't that bad. And then I, we were kind of blown away that it got hit so much when mm-hmm. it did come out. And then after a second viewing, I was like, okay, yeah, but I hadn't seen it since then. So the fact that I hadn't seen it since 2017 when it came out, mm-hmm. and the fact that I, wa- I just watched Wonder Woman, well, technically, I watched eighty four when that came out, but I wasn't rewatching that again, and I wasn't. Well, I wasn't paying. Freaking. That's not on uh, the app anymore. But
2: I lost you. I lost you.
0: <laughs> this movie, the next just uh, the next thing for superman to do deathstroke going after batman because now that seems different it's not about the legion of doom it's about hey bruce wayne's batman go kill him uh because he took your eye like it was i I don't know i feel like i'm about to explode with happiness
1: (laughs) no i get it it's it's different and like i don't hate the theatrical version at all Uh, i don't love it but i definitely don't hate it um but it's like you said, like, like we've seen, it. it's a completely different and a better movie, and, and like it, it respects the characters a little bit more. Um, and this is look, you feel a whole bunch, a whole lot better about the whole Zack Snyder trilogy, uh, based off. I mean, from this movie compared to the last one, so like it definitely helps. Like I'm not like probably of the three, maybe BBS for us is like maybe the weakest, um, and that's not for everyone, but uh, but for, for sure, Zack Snyder's Justice League is, is probably the best of the three, easily.
0: I think so, and I think it's a good trilogy if you watch the full visions. Now, right. I don't expect someone to go and fucking do that. I was trying to catch up because I hadn't watched any of the movies in so long. Mm-hmm. But really going into it, knowing his vision, and he, including Wonder Woman for that matter, even though it came out afterwards, it just if right. if it, 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 it fleshed it out. Michael Ironside, by the way, as we was talking about production's voice. Sorry, yeah, man. remember that. But uh, Ray Porter did a good job. He's the one who did it on Zack Snyder. And he looks like the guy that played Sabretooth in the first X-Men movie. Anyways, <laughs> um, we've, we talked about Cyborg. Let's talk about the Flash a little bit. Uh, I love that scene. Like, do you think it was necessary, the scene with him uh, you know, saving Kirstie Clemens with the guy? The, the only trucker that I think would stop looking at the road for about fucking two minutes yeah, to get a sure. hot dog? Right. Uh, I love that scene. Or do but do you think it was necessarily needed?
1: No, I see why it was cut. I don't think it was necessarily needed. Uh, I don't. I really don't see any purpose aside from showing off Flash's abilities and uh, introducing us, you know, to Iris, which is nice. Um, It was a nice scene, but like it didn't really add or subtract from the movie. Basically, yeah. (laughs) Basically, him job trying to find a new job and then we just see him a day in the life, basically.
0: I'm glad that some of the parts, though, in the Whedon version with the Flash were taken out. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, some of the, the dumber stuff, when he's talking about brunch and shit like that. Like, you know, it's, that's so Swarma-ish, <laughs> if you will. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> that was weird. Weird um,
0: Well, one one line, actually, if if I'm going to be clear, Josh Whedon, there, there's a couple scenes and stuff like when I wish that scene that knowing that Sweden's obviously Zach was going to do his image and I get that but the scene where Flash is kind of unsure of himself when they're saving those people the scientists and Cyborg's dad and Batman says save one person and then if you can do another one keep on going basically it motivates him I like that I kind of think that that added to Batman's character and to you know Barry but I don't have to have it compared to what we got
1: Right, I agree I liked both scene, both of them, both versions <laughs> I like Joss' version of it And I like Zack's version of it uh, Zach's was definitely more, especially like the End of that whole scene when they're at the bottom Of the stairs, <laughs> he's like leading Them down the stairs, and they get outside And all the gravel starts to fall on top of them And he just, it's just this one Crazy cool scene with him just Basically jumping around and catching all the gravel, <laughs> which was fucking awesome. Um, until, of course, Cyborg comes out and shoots that big boulder or whatever the fuck. But I love that whole scene. That was pretty cool.
0: Oh, it was awesome. Two, two things that I think stick out to me for, for lines specifically was Superman. When he, what, what did he say? I think he said, like, I'm not impressed. When Steppenwolf went to check him and he hits him in the shoulder yes. and it doesn't do shit. Yeah. That was awesome.
1: He's like, nah, he didn't even budge. He was like, what? (laughs) And then he blows the, uh, uh, freezes the shit and then breaks it. I'm like,
0: oh, that was badass. (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was awesome. And then also the line that some people said was unnecessary, but I think given the context and the fact that it, they had the R rating anyways, because they said the F bomb twice before that and definitely had some blood. Um, I like it. Well, they could have been filmed in a different order. I don't know. But I actually mm-hmm. liked it when Batman said, and don't get me wrong, I'm going to fucking kill you to Joker. Yeah. Yes. I thought that was awesome.
1: That was pretty badass.
0: And, look, I'm not all—I'm not
1: at all for Batman killing it, but in the context of this scene and where he's at already in this movie, uh, that was a pretty badass line. <laughs> Especially, like, you kind of always wanted to hear him say something like that.
0: Yeah, dude, uh, definitely. I'm um, trying to think, all right. Wonder Woman, we kind of talked about Themyscira. I love the extra stuff with the arrow, her finding the, the uh, you know, instead of us getting this, like, little thing over an Aquaman scene of what the friggin' uh, at this random-ass bar and wherever the fuck about the, uh, the mother boxes. we actually have it in, which makes sense, a Themyscira-based pyramid-like thing that has a bunch of artifacts, and then she finds out the information. I thought that was kind of Indiana Jones-ish. I like
1: that. Yeah, me too. I mean, one Woman got, uh, like, a whole revamped theme song with, like, kind of Xena Warrior Princess-esque vibes. Um, she got, um, like, she her, her deflecting of the bullets with her bracelets was really, like, um fucking fleek, because <laughs> she had this one scene, um, the whole museum, but I don't know, what was it, the museum? Yeah, that but was that awesome. that whole scene was amazing with her, like, deflecting all the bullets and, like, I swear I don't remember her doing that in the original in the theatrical cut but um she was she went she went crazy and it was like really cool to see but Wonder Woman definitely got a nice pop in this movie a lot of good good one on one scenes
0: Yeah I she just her she's the most important character it's like her and Batman's movie almost uh, them trying to form this team mm-hmm. and then the Superman thing I I could have – I mean, this is another thing with Whedon. I liked the disagreement because you had the same scene afterwards, no matter what, where she accepts it in the Whedon version. But I liked the disagreement between Batman and Wonder Woman, and I liked that Batman kind of pushed her to the limits Batman style, kind mm-hmm. of paranoid, giving her shit, bringing up Steve Trevor, and her basically knocking him back and being like, I can fuck you up. Like, <laughs> So that that's that's another thing I noticed that I kind of did like. Uh, but it's it's fine. I guess the only one who really had a problem with it was Aquaman, Um, which is a fucked-up concept, dude. Like, all right, we're going to use this to – so, wait, this might be able to restore a human or maybe a Kryptonian, you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, at least I feel like
1: it's explained a little little better in this version. Um, So you're like, oh, so it kind of reverses – reverses matter some shit like that the point is it, it, it
0: it's gonna revive superman not the whole not. like house turns into smoke and the, so can smoke not go back into a house matter, right. is
1: exactly matter. and so this thing can like reverse it and turn it back to a house <laughs> like, like really smoked about i don't know how that works but whatever that means this thing can do what it's got to do and i loved how when they went to go activate it um obviously flash nailed it the first time in were in the original version and the theatrical version but in this version he misses it and has to reverse time to go and then touch it and I'm like that was okay that was completely different did not see that coming and him fucking with time so easily in this movie so crazy
0: dude I also like at the end of the movie around that time it's not like they're they already established an abandoned area of wherever there's no like little town of people and this family that they gotta do all these like teehee you know None of that. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. There's none of that pushing the truck out of the fucking way or whatever. Uh, It was definitely where they went. There was there
0: shouldn't be people there. It was basically uh, Chernobyl and shit. I know. What the hell was that? Like that? They should have had like extra limbs. (laughs) Yeah, really. That was not a place where people should be living. (laughs) But I I don't know Russia, so I can't really talk. You know, Russia, you told me about all of your, you know, trips <laughs> over there.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. I'm, try, I'm trying to go through person. So we, we, we talked about Cyborg, who are really the dad, the mom, everything about his character. The fact that in this last movie, he's kind of a chump, a part of this group that's convinced by Wonder Woman in the Josh Whedon version. Yeah. Um, like I said, I don't blame Ray Fisher for wanting this movie to come out uh, the way it was because – he's probably second to, I would say, Superman, like, one of the most dangerous people on Earth because he controls all the nuclear triggers. He can fucking completely down the economy if he wants to. Like, that whole day that was very conveniently, even though his dad couldn't figure out, you know, that much about the mother box, had, like, a whole thing laid out for him to do once it was a part of him and stuff. But, you know. Right. Another small gripe. Don't get mad at me, I'm definitely going, don't get mad at Joelle if I say anything negative. I'm just giving my honest opinion. But yeah. if you have to, that Dane Al's forty-two on Twitter. <laughs> a lovely conversation back and forth. I promise. You. Before he blocks you. <laughs> yep. Probably. I'll say some stuff though. Anyways, but um, yeah, I, I'm trying to think of, before we get into the ending. Well, the epilogue, by itself, and then yes. what can happen after this. But okay. like anything with the movie, Steppenwolf was awesome. I like that you know yeah. I like that sod was. I like the the graphics of how mm-hmm. sod came out, and it was like, yeah uh, What the hell was? I've seen that special effect in another movie, maybe *Event Horizon*. I can't remember, but just like dig- the tech. What's that?
1: No, I dig it. I, I agree. I like the way it
2: looked. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I, I know I've seen it in stuff before. Not The Matrix, but something on, on, on those lines. And uh, Darkseid himself was awesome. Granny goodness, we got to see Apocalypse almost. It's like they were going to go, and instead they kind of just stared at everyone. But um, yeah. I love the scenting, like I said, of Steppenwolf getting his head chopped off and yes. then stepped back. That was an awesome fucking scene. How about violence? Do you like the violence? You like seeing Wonder Woman bash some guy against the wall so hard? His head yeah. splattered.
1: Yeah, I was like, oh, she just killed that guy. <laughs>
0: he completely
1: just him into a wall.
0: Yeah, that guy's dead.
1: The guy's, She didn't even hold back there. <laughs> there was definitely a lot of violence in this movie. Um, and there were no... there so was not for two you know? No, no, I think it was all warranted for the most part. Uh, especially when it came to, like, killing... Uh, I mean, the Amazons got fucked up pretty bad, too. You saw some limbs come off. <laughs> um, but they're Amazon. That's what they do, right? Um... I mean, most of any time there was a ma- a major fight scene, something gruesome happened. And look, even when they um um when Flash got shot in the hit or in the ribs, whatever, and then he thought he was too late to touch Cyborg, and then everything blew up. Um, and when they were like when he reversed time and you see their bones and blood and all this, shit, their 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 whole thing come back together, that was disgusting. But that definitely like that would probably be warranted a rated R. Just for that, you know, just to see their whole things come back like her their bones and blood and skin come back. That was crazy. That whole thing was weird, but it was awesome. So I think it was so, yeah. you saw Superman and then you saw um Cyborg um their whole thing come back together. So it was like, oh disgusting, but cool at the same time.
0: Yeah, pretty awesome. Just special effects. I mean some of them obviously you could tell were the newer scenes. Yeah. If you really looked at them, there was unfinished stuff to them. But based on the fact that this thing already cost three hundred million to fucking make, right. with Everything, and then plus another seventy on this, like yeah. that's expensive. So yeah, you, look, you know what
1: we, exactly. Like Marshman, did look a little choppy, but he looked.
0: But he also looked really good when
1: you got him up close. You know,
0: I do want to see Harry Lennox reprise that role again. Um, I do too. I do too. Here's the thing too, if you don't want him, you can saw the same character and if you ever want to switch to another actor, he fucking changes he you could. know, his Yeah, exactly. He's a shape shifter.
1: <laughs> that's the easiest character to recast
0: ever. <laughs> oh, I think there's a way to be able to recast and use stuff and stop being lazy over at Warner Brothers, but <sighs> that's a whole other
1: <laughs> conversation. Awesome. Oh. <laughs>
0: Anything else in the movie throughout the meat of it that you want to talk about before we talk about the epilogue? By the way, it's six parts, right? Uh,
1: I think... Actually, I took a picture of that shit. I think it was a little more than that. Um, I, think it's like, I think, yeah, six of the epilogue, I think seven.
0: So epilogue seven, that's awesome. I, I actually like the way that they did that, and I, I feel if they wanted to, they could have done the miniseries route, which they decided to go, you know, against. Uh, right. I I think we just needed one fucking movie, honestly. But four hours. Here's a question. Do you think – because I heard Zach is tempted to want to make a shorter version of this version. Um, That might be bullshit. You might know better than I do. But do you think there's a three-hour, 15-minute, or 3.30 version out of this that someone could make?
1: Uh, I think there is. I don't know if he's going to want to do it (laughs) because – you know, this is his version of why I cut it more. Like, he already spent a whole bunch of time giving you this, you know, and adding to it. Uh, if you wanted, he could have just kept it at whatever he had at instead of adding the epilogue or whatever the fuck he had um, That's but, a good point. You know what I mean? So for me, it's very much um, a fan can cut it into a, a more reasonable three hours. But at the end of the day, like, just watch it in pieces.
0: <laughs> yeah. If you have to, just watch it in, in parts. I don't think it's ever going to come back to theaters. Um, and actually, if there's any future with this, I think that they should do it on their HBO Max platform. Um, sure. I think that makes sense. But like I said, I have an idea about that, and we'll get to that. Let's talk about the epilogue that kind of goes into that conversation. Um, I thought the epilogue was good. Mm-hmm. I really liked them fleshing out the future even more so. Uh, we kind of go back to that post-apocalyptic world that's essentially uh, injustice meets uh, basically Justice League, dark uh, apocalypse war type of amalgam
2: amal-
0: <laughs> where everything's fucked. And a <laughs> ragtag group of people, we, kinda, we already talked about what happened before that. We talked about the uh, other one involving Martian Manhunter meeting a, uh, uh, Batman and right. he also touches him and he realizes he sees all that shit just like Cyborg did about a burnt woman or s- someone really burnt in the back cave getting held by a crying Superman. I wonder who that is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and all these other flashes, Kilowog or whoever that was that looked like yeah. Kilowog dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and just more about the premonition that that's the one thing. Why is Batman getting premonitions? Like, why is he getting dreams about this? Yeah, that
1: was always a question. Like, I read the, the script, like, the not the scripts, but the, what's it called? The storyboards that he had for Justice League 2 and 3, because they were online for a little bit before they took them off, but now I think they're still online. They- Because he has like this, like Zack Snyder Museum in Dallas for like uh for that for the Justice, League. so like they were there, so you could see what his plans were for the future, and they kind of explain in in uh, future Justice League movies why he has that premonition. <laughs> gotcha. Well, yeah, and I believe it was something to do with the Flash.
0: <laughs> well, I I'm trying to think of all right. So then, yeah that that's that's the only stuff that happens besides the actual like futuristic stuff oh yeah and we talked about the whole instead of there being even an injustice league talked about he's actually there the information of deathstroke of batman's identity so that set up essentially uh ben affleck's batman movie with deathstroke going on and kind of being a hush type of concept with the riddler being involved um which sucks that that's not going to happen uh because that really would be cool but how, how did you feel about that scene change? Did you like the the basically where they could have gone?
1: All uh, right, um, yeah, I, I would love to see what like where it was going, especially in the sequel. Because I know in the original, I know he he has a whole new set of storyboards for where he wanted to go now. But I know his original storyboards, they already gave away like what villains were going to be part of his little Injustice League, and Deathstroke wasn't part of it. <laughs> you know what I mean, it was weird uh, It was, uh, I think it was going to be Black Manta, uh, Ocean Master Plum, Dr. Poison And uh, Captain Cold Because at this point In his storyboards, the Flash movie already happened and shit So he would have took Captain Cold from the Flash movie um, But that's how it was going to play out And of course with Lex Luthor So yeah, we were going to see that Now probably his newer story probably has Deathstroke instead Um or maybe add, add, add it on i don't know we'll see but uh at this point i, I would i would love to see where that was going to go cuz i i really would have loved to see like an Injustice league or some 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 form of it
0: yeah i uh, definitely agree with you and then obviously the the epilogue itself the the futuristic scene ragtag group of people yep. you got Batman, um who I still want to know why he's wearing an overcoat over a hot-ass costume in the desert. Um,
1: (laughs) Unfortunately, I don't think that's ever explained.
0: (laughs) I'm going to stop bitching because we don't have that stupid, smiling, terrible CGI Superman face. Uh, Fuck. (laughs) Anyways, but you got the Joker, who shows himself last, Cyborg, the Flash, and a more futuristic, same one that we saw, essentially, in BBS. Mm -hmm. Mara who I could have done without Amber Heard, but, you know, I'm not going to get into that. Um, <laughs> and Amber was it, If you're going to get into it, you just get into the fact that she has an accent
1: in this movie. <laughs> oh, to, my God, uh, dude.
0: Yeah, people stop bitching about Lizzie Olsen since apparently, like, it was kind of, you know, known or at least shown in WandaVision that she was trying to hide her accent. So it gave her kind of like a little bit of a cop-out. But, yeah, Amber Heard doesn't know if it's English. is. I haven't seen Aquaman in a while, and I'm about to watch it. Does she have a no. like an American accent? Y- yes,
1: she has an American accent. No, no British accent in that movie.
0: Fucking Christ. All right, well, you know. Um, <laughs> now you're making me want to go in that direction. I'm not going to. Talk to Daenerys. That's all I got to say. Anyways, um, but yeah, uh, they're all together. We, we know from the Little Visions and stuff like that, it seems like Superman is now back. Here's another problem I, flaw I have with his future idea. That mm-hmm. I think if, if, if he ever explores this, uh, he probably should change up. If, 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 if Darkseid just killed your pregnant girlfriend that you right. love, why the fuck is he all of a sudden now going to bow down to him?
1: Right. Right. Um... Based on his storyboards, <laughs> like it has something to do with the um, uh, fuck, what's it called? What's that thing that he wants? The anti-life uh, equation. Yes, he uses that to control him, and it's his grip, it's But through his grief, he's able to to take control of him.
0: Yeah. Okay. Which,
1: which is the opposite of what happens later on in in, in the storyboards, because what happens? Is, what the whole point is that after she dies. He goes into like, kind of black, blacks out, like blanks out, not blacks out because he's gonna go crazy, but he just kind of like gives up, and then eventually through the anti-life equation, and apparently Darkseid's able to take control of Superman, and that's it. It's like it becomes a a the apocalypse world, and then it's of course that comes back to the Batman and his ragtag group, and they go and figure it out, and at the end, the the whole point is to go back to that scene and save Lois, and so it's it's reversed, whereas that scene goes from lois dying to batman dying and when batman gets killed lois is alive but when superman gets there this time um he's he's not grieving he's angry and he goes after um dark side and beats him it's weird but that's how it plays out
0: (laughs) all right what's this i'm hearing that on those uh storyboards there was also something within the future storyline that bruce and lois hooked up okay so apparently uh according to the story
1: um When Superman was dead in the old storyboards, uh, during his time, uh, Batman and Lois apparently hooked up, and there's this whole thing – because it was so close to Superman's death at the time when he comes back, we don't know whose kid it is. So there's a point in the second movie, before Lois dies, when they're in the Batcave, and they're having this argument, like, she knows she's pregnant, but she's saying it's not his. So she dies pregnant, but he doesn't know that it's his kid at that that point. So later on is when he finds out that it was hers. I mean, it was his. And that's why Flash goes back in time to say Lois is the key. But instead of saying Lois is the key or whatever to, to Batman in that, that time jump that Flash has, he goes and tells him it's your child. tells Batman it's yours, and then that's how the changes the future.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um... I gotta admit, I hate that idea. Yeah, and I'm, I'm kind of it I'm, myself. <laughs> uh, I'm glad that it seems like in the movie he kind of hints at, which is something that I think Josh Whedon did—an attraction between Wonder Woman and Batman. Um, I, I much prefer that because you can—you would be able to do the exact same thing if it's Superman. He's going to be devastated. You don't have to get Batman involved into it. Like maybe he put—maybe he puts her in the Batcave. You know, it yeah. leaves Batman real quick when he realizes that they touched down the planet. You don't have to fucking do that. That that would have been awkward, weird. And then it's, the child coming out and being Bruce Kent.
1: Yeah, like, awkward. And then I, it,
0: it's it's basically Clark raising Bruce's child. <laughs> it's because, he's supposed to, like, with the concept that he future becomes Batman, basically. Right, and that's, there's, like, a jump. And then,
1: like, Barbara's the commissioner 20 years later. And, like, yeah, it's this whole weird, weird thing. That obviously, it's probably not the same anymore.
0: <laughs> so weird, and I, I, I like that. Now that we have Teen Titans, I don't really. It doesn't bother me as much since I really like that show, especially the first season. Uh, but it's known there was no Jason Todd. Robin was Dick Grayson within right. Zack Snyder's, and I think he kind of said that, and he's the one that died.
1: Yeah, and in Zack's version, it's, it, there's only been one Robin. It was Dick, and Dick died. So yeah, and, and unfortunately, there was no. Dick Grayson, it, it, it all ends with Dick Grayson, uh, so there is no, you know lineage there
0: I'm just going to say also that if you guys want proof that Batman and Robin works, it's sad that you got to go to pro wrestling but watch the fucking AEW cinematic match of Sting and Darby Allen taking on the whole entire fucking Taz group uh, it was like basically Batman and Robin uh, yeah,
1: pretty cool, yeah
0: so, I don't know. I think that's a dumb excuse. But I like that the Joker brings it that up. That's a good point, Game back to that scene. Joker-Batman, the interaction, he was definitely channeling, if not told to channel Heath Ledger's Joker, I feel like in that. Which I don't think is a bad thing, because he combined it with his. But did you, did you get that vibe, too? Even his look?
1: I actually enjoyed the look.
0: Uh, yeah, a little, maybe, maybe a little
1: bit. I don't know. It kind of felt like he kind of still... He had like He finally got a little bit more meet the chew on, so he let it let it fly he did his own laugh and i prefer this look of the joker over what we got with air yes. you know this is too much ink going on for me but you know it still kept the core look of the joker which that's the point uh but he did a great job like in, in the small time he had uh interacting with batman and their back and forth which was nice we finally got to see the interaction between batfleck and then jet leto joker so that i mean if that was the point i think they kind of at least somewhat nailed it.
0: Do you think that was more actual, like, dialogue that Jared Leto said than the whole entire Suicide Squad movie?
1: <laughs> you know what? It might, maybe. Maybe that's why they gave it to him. They're like, here, go nuts. <laughs> you deserve Just have
0: it. Fun. Just have fun.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, Superman gets there at the end, and and it's like he wakes yeah. up from there, obviously. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, man, be- I
1: He's in his blue suit there, but not at the end of the movie, which kind of bothered me. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. What, that's another thing. It's like, what are you going to do? But, um, yeah, he is in his blue suit. Why wouldn't they just keep him in the black one? Because that kind of is like... <laughs> uh,
1: I guess he goes back to the blue suit in the second one. Because that's the thing with this set. There's three movies. Uh, the yep. second movie is basically... The transition into the, the the nightmare scene world, which is what which would have been the third movie. That whole nightmare movie would have been the third movie, uh, and that's when like they would have introduced, and they would have also introduced the Green Lantern in the third movie too. That's how that, that's how at least that that was the plan. I don't know if it, how it is now. The second movie was basically about the Justice League, and then and then the Justice League. Uh, everyone had their own thing. Like I think Aquaman. Basically, what happens in the Aquaman movie. Parts of that happen in the Justice League movie, and then the second part of the Justice League movie. And then you have Wonder Woman going back to Themyscira, and then Flash and Cyborg working together to help get Flash's father out of jail. And who am I missing? Superman, um, basically, fight, like figuring out if he wants to continue being Clark Kent. You know what I mean? That whole like, does he want to go back? So that civilian life, even though he kinda of went back to that civilian life and um, at the end of the movie. But it does not want to maintain it, basically, is with the whole argument there. Uh, and then Lois has basically been helping Lilla find Lex and then Batman doing Batman things. Um, and then of course then there's the whole nightmare scene. That's what Dark Side it comes at the end of the the, the set at the end of the stress league movie and then fuck shit up and then nightmare scene, whole third movie and blah blah blah.
0: It's it's uh it's exciting, and this kind of we can start getting towards the end of this conversation. Do you think? All right, so this is two things altogether. <laughs> well, three things actually, because Ray Fisher is definitely a part of that whole entire thing. Right. There's the Walter Hamada Ray Fisher situation. Yeah. Uh, even though Walter Hamada was representing DC at that thing, talking. To Jim Lee, who represented comic books, right. and Greg Berlanti, who represented the the CW, talking about it's a multiverse. We're all together, everyone. I, uh, you
1: know, I can't wait for them to explain that later on.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And you know, they kind of alluded at the multiverse. I, I, did Darkseid say something about it in this movie? Uh, I
1: think it, him or, or Steppenwolf Wolf said something about a multiverse, but I'm not I'm not hundred sure how. In what way, <laughs> you know?
0: Well, so, yeah, so there's the Walter that... Then there's Zack saying that he's done. But is Zack because... really wanting to be done because he wants right. to work on originals? Or if he was given the option to continue, would he continue, do you think? I think he would if they wanted him back, yes. So it, it's about if Walter wants to extend something and and allow this to flourish, uh, it, to basically, in a way... Cause a shift that they want to go anyways within the DC universe. I would say, right? Right. Okay. So I think there's three things that are going to decide this. Now, that's the other question: the Ray Fisher, Walter Hamada stuff, with Jeff Johns, all the stuff that's been said publicly. I don't know if he got fired, he quit. It's one of those situations.
1: Yeah. It was. It was very. It's a weird situation because um he he wants <laughs> ray just basically wants all those motherfuckers fired <laughs> that's what it comes down to and at the end of the day the only person he can't seem to touch is walter and walter uh has been is basically being protected by warner brothers because he's the president or whatever of the of the of the, at, least Walt, at least of warner media or whatever the fuck um and i think what happened was um walter went to ray trying to basically save jeff from this whole bullshit, there's all this big extra explosion of media disaster, uh, and then Ray wasn't having it, and that's why he's been going after Walter because <laughs> of that whole thing with uh, trying to save Jeff. Ended up fucking Walter over, and yeah, he's like, I'm not going to be in any movie that Walter's involved in, I'm like Walter's going to be involved in all the DC movies. then, so he's like, But I didn't quit. Well, you basically quit when you said you don't want to be in anything Walter's going to be a part of. So that it's kind of like chicken of the egg kind of bullshit. So it's a really it's a weird. Weird
0: shit, going there Ugh. all right well i'm going to co- we'll, we'll come back to Ray Fisher at the end of this conversation because <laughs> that should be I, I gotta we have to like i don't want to talk about the frigging bullshit, but the right. thing is all right, this is going to be about subscriptions. How many subscriptions did this gain outside of who already was subscribed to h b o max That is a big question, I would say um Right now, I'm trying to think of, so basically they have 38 million subscribers for HBO Max. Okay. And it's $14.99 a month. Yeah. Um, so that's $570 million per month right now. Mm-hmm. In a year, that's almost close to $7 billion. Yes, a lot. With the current situation, if you look at Disney, they have um, they charge cheaper at seven ninety nine, so eight dollars. They have $95 ninety five million, uh, seven hundred sixty uh, million for per month that they gain, and that would be a little bit over nine billion dollars. They made eleven billion dollars last year, including cinema stuff that exceeded. 2016, which we all remember was the biggest year that they had, where they made almost $8 billion. Think about that.
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: <laughs> so that's the thing that pushes this, this going forward. Would you agree with me, Joel, is money?
1: Yeah, Of course, money. But that's the only reason things go forward.
0: <laughs> so there's certain people that are, are already, one of them in which, even though I like him, probably should put his foot in his mouth. I'd um, say it's pretty much not going to happen. I don't know. With Zack Snyder and Walter Hamada working something out, they could make this movie for HBO or even do a miniseries to wrap up his story ideas. To set up, I would say, Flashpoint, which I'm assuming they were going to anyways, um, if Barry does a different thing in Fede Alvarez's version where he's, he kind of accidentally goes between the multiverse, while right. having to go you know you could have it where batman's like go back barry and barry goes too far back and realizes i can save my mom and maybe that's the whole thing like who cares like just figure it the fuck out basically which is something mm-hmm. very hard to tell these people
1: yeah that's the hard that, that's the hardest part for us too because we're the ones that suffer. because we're like why do they seem so inept <laughs> like it's not fair to us <laughs> that love these characters like Why it seems so confusing Like I had a rant like a couple weeks ago Cause like I just want things to make sense And like I like like shared universe You know like this whole multiverse thing Just seems like they're trying to Stay away from that part of it But like why if it's so Successful like we've done whole separations And movies standing alone That's all all we've had our whole lives You know this this whole shared part It's what makes things special and different You know um, it's, i know obviously dc struggled early but there's this could be fixed like this seems like they've just made it more complicated if anything this right here was easily fixable and yet here we are <laughs> and they want to do a superman movie that we have nowhere idea where that's gonna fit a batman movie that currently seems to be in its own pigeonhole world so what is this multiverse what do you mean by multiverse like, like are these characters ever going to interact again? Like, that's, that's my point. Like, I want to see a Justice League again. If that—if Zack Snyder's world doesn't exist anymore technically, are we just – is this offshoot Justice League world is where everything – is that the main world now? Like, there's a lot
0: of things we don't know, and that's why it's
1: very frustrating and confusing.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, money makes the world go around, man. Um, yeah. I'm just thinking about – all right, so WandaVision nine episodes, its budget was $225 million. Nice. This movie did cost total $370 million. But that means that they gave him $25 million per episode. So if we were to stretch this out and do a mini series, our episodes long, let Zach tell the story of the two of them. I wouldn't even split them up. I would actually like, you know, go out there, fucking film it, give him the budget. It's not much different than what other companies are doing. And, you're telling me HBO wouldn't spend money when they spent $90 million on six episodes of fucking Game of Thrones for the last season Yeah, to up their subscription rate? I, I just I see a lot of benefit in this. The fact that they're going to do a good job because they have King Kong, Mortal Kombat, Matrix, all those movies coming out, that's great. But I would just finish this. Like, what the fuck's the point? Have this set up Fede Alvarez, Flash. Uh, have Superman be a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Shit, give Ben, give, give ben Affleck, two, like, let Zack be, like, the showrunner, but also the guy who kind of processes the, uh, a little bit of the direction as well uh, because we know that he loves to have his slowdown-like moments. <laughs> um, but, like, if, even if he's directing all of it, give two episodes to Ben Affleck to tell the Batman story. That's two hours within mm-hmm. there. Do what you're going to do. Have the Justice League take on the Legion of Doom, whatever, Injustice Society, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And then also Lex Luthor, you know, causes basically Darkseid to come here by giving him the boxes and let that weird thing, at the end of it, what the hell happens? Patman sends Barry back. And then Flashpoint can then, if you want to change things up, if you want to come back with, depending on if Gal wants to stay around or if Jason Momoa wants to st- stay around or if Ezra Miller, if any of them want to stay around, you can have them. You can keep them, and right. you're already making movies with them going forward. Um, and then you can have now, if you wanted to, Robert Pattinson's, where, where Ben Affleck's Batman was. Why did it happen? Well, at, at that point, if you can kind of like integrate, you can go forward. You could have Henry Cavill's Superman die, setting up a Val Zod movie very easily, like in the Earth 2 comic books. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what Michael B. Jordan wanted to do. He didn't want to do the the um, Clark Kent version. Uh, well, he said like he kind of was like Kansas, and kind of like you know, jokingly put up his like shoulders, like would that really work? Which I think you could do it anyway. But I'm just saying if they're going by his concept, you could you could totally do that. You could have Superman have a big uh, spot in the next Shazam movie with Henry Cavill. Batman's yeah. going to be in the Flash. You could end their stories with what you're
1: doing. Yeah, I agree. You could set up a lot of shit, like this whole – and if you're going to use a multiverse, use the multiverse the right way. Like this whole – it seems like they're trying to set up also a JSA on the side. I'm like, Then set that up as a multiverse event where JSA and JSA are two superhero teams from two different universes, and then they collide like they used to do in the comics every like once a year and yep. shit. That's what you do. That's Then the multiverse makes sense, and you're like, oh, shit, now now we're talking. Well, that makes sense to have these two big super teams joining forces from two different universes within the same, technically, you know, from the same company. But you know what I mean. Um, that's when that's that's when you use a multiverse. But like for for little, I just don't understand their 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 storyline yet, and then maybe that's why it's so frustrating because I don't know what their plan is, and trying to figure
0: it out is hurting my head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you, man. And it, like I said, it just it just makes sense to continue doing what you're doing, have everything in place the way that you're going to do it, but, oh my God, now you're going to ask the directors to be creative and work together? How the fuck was Kevin Feige able to wrangle that up? And I'm not even saying take away and make them make sure they line shit up as much. You can take the direction of the characters a different way and still have all these actors together. And here's even another idea. After, if you were to have this Justice League series, miniseries, what have you, Nine episodes, maybe ten, or something like that, mm-hmm. and, and finish up this storyline. Then Flashpoint comes out, and I, I think it's supposed to come out in twenty twenty two. Yeah, it's
1: supposed to come out. Yeah.
0: What 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 time period next year? Uh, that, that I gotta look up.
1: Do <laughs> uh, you, you look
0: year. that up quick if you don't mind? Yeah, I don't mind. Um, November, but yeah. November. So okay, that's a while. If they if they see a big subscription difference if they also see that people unsubscribed right after it like a week afterwards because they're only coming for the snyder verse they put those calculations it still says stays trending throughout the weekend it's got almost what it's got a 75 for rotten tomatoes which now yeah. it cares less than it did when it came out right. um you know if there is a reason to invest do it i don't know what to do with the whole ray fisher thing i already said that it's an <laughs> yeah. story right um I think it's kind of... I mean, you could recast him, but that's kind of...
1: Yeah. I don't um, know if
0: Zach's going to do that.
1: Right now, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they, they would have to figure something out. They would have to sit down. You couldn't uh, cut
0: him out of the fucking thing.
1: No, unless you... No, no, not if you're going to do a sequel. He would have to figure, that would have to be figured out between Zach, Ray, and Walter.
0: But this series could have Ryan Choi show up as Adam at one point to help out if they want to do that. They could have Martian Manhunter be more presence. You know, I like the idea of going Justice League together. They go against the evil Justice League in the first part, and then it goes completely terrible. Lex Luthor fucks everything up. Apocalypse comes to this world, Mm -hmm. and they have to send Barry back to be able to stop it from happening. And Mm -hmm. I like the fact that Joker brought up the fact that Batman's causing different timelines, like how many times are you going to do this? So there's story there. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Just, just fucking, just, just do it, man. I don't, I don't know. What's the fuss? You're, you're not going to make another Wonder Woman movie with Gal Gadot? You're not making another Aquaman movie with Jason Momoa Ezra Miller? Like, mm-hmm. it's still the DCU. I don't
1: know. Me neither. That's the issue. <laughs> I'm
0: tired. am tired.
1: Exhausting. Frustrated. I'm
0: scared. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired and I'm scared. But yeah, I thought, I thought it was good. Um. I don't I don't really have any more for Ray Fisher, but that, that situation is a situation in itself. It's a separate yeah. one than Zach versus Warner Brothers. But just do it! Just fucking spend the money. Yeah. Give this guy, you know, let's greenlight it soon. Let's get it all set up. This is a perfect time for actors because a lot of them aren't doing as much as they normally would be doing because of the pandemic, mm-hmm. filming-wise. I don't know. It just makes a lot of sense. We can kind of get further and also quit being dicks and let david Ayer fucking cut his version of suicide squad so we can get rid of that monstrosity um god if you want to talk about stink in my mouth and it was like i'm gonna watch it because i want to finish the movies and now i'm about to watch aquaman suicide squad and all those but Mm -hmm. i don't want to fucking watch that movie again (laughs) i actually enjoy
1: at least the beginning of that movie
0: I, mean, I did enjoy the I, – I, I, there's parts I enjoy, and I'm sure a lot of those parts are in Ayer's version, but I want to see that bloody rated R, much darker version that he had in mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, I loved End of Watch. I loved uh, Fury. Both those mm-hmm. are awesome movies. This guy wrote fucking uh, – what's the one where Denzel Washington says, King Kong ain't got shit on me?
1: Yeah, it's uh, training day, I mean, yeah.
0: He's a very intelligent film director, and I I don't think that because they gave it to a company that cuts music videos and commercials, he should, you know, get negative. It's kind of like, just let him do it. So we can kind of just have this universe. Yeah, there's birds of prey and a couple things here and there that are not as bright and pretty as the other, but it's still a savageable universe, and then we can keep on going with this stuff. You got the multiverse. If you want to keep Matt Reeves' stuff contained, fucking keep it contained. That's Okay. You don't even have to have Ben Affleck's Batman, like I'm saying, right. in theaters. He even can though, do it on
1: this. Even though they want to bring in Michael Keaton again, so I'm very curious where the fuck that's
0: going. <laughs> I, I hope that's setting up – I think we all hope it's setting up a Batman Beyond, even if it's in the Timber universe. Yeah, I really hope so, but you know, hope we'll see. <laughs> that's the thing. There, there's a lot of stuff coming up. The Milestone characters, all of them, it was confirmed <gasps> they're getting movies. So Static. What is it? Icon?
1: Yeah, Icon. Uh, hard... Um, Rocket. Ro- yeah, hard, yeah. Icon, Rocket. Uh, I forget the, the tech guy. What's his name? Hard... Hard... I
0: forget. Hard. Hardware or Hardwire, I believe. One of those, too. <laughs> but that's going to be awesome, too. So, <laughs> let's, let's do this, Warner Brothers. Quit fucking around. I don't really have much to say besides that. I mean, it sucks that the animated series of movies kind of did a better job keeping a contained story with Flashpoint and ending at Apocalypse War more so than the fucking films did.
1: They fucking nailed it. I was so upset when they ended it. I'm like, wow, you guys are doing such a good job. (laughs) So mad. And then they ended it very nicely with a Flashpoint, just the way
0: you guys want to do it, right? (sighs) God damn it. just, Just learn. And... Shit, maybe maybe pepper Zack and like, all right, I know this is going to be a, a pain in the ass, but in a couple of years, we'll let you do a Dark Knight Returns miniseries because we know that you really want to do that, you know, right. as a live action. You can have that a couple of years on HBO. This could be your little thing, Zack Snyder, fucking releasing something. Or if you're not, David Ayer version, I mean, there's plenty of stuff. Let's all make money. I'm going to give you my money. Joel. you're going to give your money, right? Uh-huh. For sure. So fucking give us what we want, bitches. That's, that's what it. it comes down to. That's yeah, it. that's
1: never going to be an issue. They'll have my money as long as they keep going what they're doing. But you know, I'd, I'd really prefer if they didn't fuck up. <laughs> so we, I just want I want cohesion. I love, like look what the Marvel Universe has done. Say what you say, say what you want about them, but look look where we're at. They they've earned the right to transition to new characters. You know how hard that is to do in the cinematic world? They did it. That, that's all I ask. Just give me
0: some continuity, bro. Oh, God. It's like someone said, <laughs> I forgot who was reviewing, but the question was, do you think that they could handle A Christ on Infinite Earth? Don't even fucking talk about that, dude. Like, they did it on <laughs> television. <laughs> We're not going to have the CW characters Link up with the Teen Titan characters Link up with the Doom Patrol Fucking Ryan Reynolds, Green Lantern Justice no. League its not gonna happen. It just,
1: yeah, They're doing the
0: opposite of the point of
1: Crisis Crisis was to clean up the mess That is the multiverse Not add more of a mess
0: That's a good fucking point And if they're ever supposed to do Crisis That's what they should probably do instead of the exact opposite
1: Right, exactly
0: <laughs> like, Stupid
1: <laughs> Clean it up, not make it worse
0: Ugh, I don't know. But I I I think that's it. I think I've uh, talked about the movie. I enjoyed it. Um, I give it probably an 8.5 out of 10. Yep. I have to see it again. I am with uh, Luke on Sunday, Joel. We're going to watch it again. I want to see it again. Because I think it is now my favorite um, out of my top five. Beating Man of Steel that's been on there for a while, a while now, but... Actually, the, the five films that I think I have for my top five, I'm going to do No Order because it's such a pain in the ass to try to fucking do this. I agree. Zack Snyder's Justice League, okay. to me, Man of Steel. Those are probably one and two. I don't know where they are exactly. But then Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and BBS probably, the extended version.
1: Okay. Uh, mine... Um... Very similar to yours. I have uh, no or- no specific order because I, 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 it's tough. <laughs> uh, like for the longest time, I had Wonder Woman number one for me, so uh, I'll uh, pro- still there. So Wonder Woman, Aquaman, uh, Man of Steel, Je- Zack Snyder's Justice League, and I I guess I'll put Shazam in there.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm happy with that though because God, I've wanted DC to do. Well, you know, and this last decade was the pain in the ass. It was hard to be a DC fan because you had to deal with two types of fans. Mm-hmm. You had to deal with the, well, there's lots of groups, but two rude-ass groups in general. Mm-hmm. The diehard MC fans that hated DC because it's not Marvel, right. and then the guys that are so into the Snyder stuff that any fault. These are the same people that told would tell people that Justice League was good and years later be no, I want the Snyder cut. You know, it's yeah. like that they were their brain was determined to like whatever. Especially it's WWE AEW uh fans on not show.
1: You had to see some of these people freaking out when they found out some of the scenes that they didn't like were Snyder scenes. <laughs> they were like losing their shit. <laughs> oh my god.
0: That was his? So So stupid. But it's good to have it. Back to not an even playing field because Marvel's like taking a break right now and they're like, ah, we got we got Inhumans, but X Men and fucking more Spider Man and Fantastic Man. Four, Namor, Galactus, this guy Doctor Doom. You know they haven't even used some of their big big guns. I know that's the scary part. <laughs> but we got this, and it was fine. I'm happy. With a lot, the majority of the movies. How did you feel about Wonder Woman eighty four? I enjoyed it. I know a
1: lot of people have their
0: issues, but I, you know,
1: for what it was, it's middle of
0: the middle of the pack for me. It's not as, as obviously as good as Wonder Woman, but I thought it was fine.
1: Yeah. Me too. I
0: had That's problems it. with Cheetah.
1: Yeah. Well, my biggest issue. Well, I don't even remember what my biggest issue was. Maybe because the,
0: the, there wasn't enough Cheetah, in my opinion. Uh, that was probably my, my I think biggest. And I and I love the actress. I can't think of her name for the life of me right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. I thought me. she was miscast.
1: Really? Okay. I thought she did okay. Yeah, I,
0: she was trying to do the, the Michelle Pfeiffer from Batman Returns, mm-hmm. and I wasn't buying the whole entire time.
1: Gotcha. I see what you're saying. A little yeah. too quirky. Yeah, it was definitely kind of what I was. About. The tone was definitely different than from the last movie for sure. It was definitely a little more colorful. But I enjoyed a lot of those action set pieces and. Like her flying and the the whole invisible jet scene. I love that scene, even though I don't know if they ever leave really fueled f- fully fueled jets on, on the thing, but I don't know. I can't I can't speak to it.
0: <laughs> um It's like they have no technology this armor. Oh, invisible jet.
1: <laughs> yeah, invisible jet was cool. Really cool how they explained it. Like she said that she used it on a cup <laughs> one time and never found it. Uh that was pretty cool. That she that got like that was something that her father did that they expanded her power set basically, you know. Uh, they showed her flying. I love that whole scene of her flying. I'm like, oh, shit, they actually gave her the to fly. Cool, cool. Uh, the, whole, I, the whole thing with her, like, whipping around with the, the lasso from clouds, uh, that's weird, but, you know, it's interesting to look at. But uh, definitely hard to explain to people. <laughs> like, what is she touching to? Air, basically.
0: Yeah. No, that makes <laughs> sense. I, I, that didn't bother me. Did you hear the rumors that not only did Patty Jenkins want to do the Man of Steel sequel, that a lot of the ideas she had for that movie mm-hmm. apparently she wanted to do in the superman film
1: really no i did not that's i would let like she'd, she'd do good she'd do good i think she'd do a good job so uh, my problem with, it seems with patty that she doesn't like having any like like a being like a major f- villain to fight and that's why it seems like she was almost like pigeonholed instead of being the main villain and like and why the uh, Aries felt more like a, a Zack Snyder fight than a, a Patty Jenkins fight? You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Maybe that might be her. Her only advice is that she's just not into. She wants to. She, she wants it to mean something. There's like there's more emotion in her movies. Maybe to her detriment.
0: Well, like I said, and uh, I know she's she's gonna come back for the third Wonder Woman, whatever the yep. fuck they decided to do that. Right. But. That's another thing. Like, if they did this as a miniseries, you have Zach kind of showrun it, if you will, but direct a majority of the episodes. And then if she wants to bring Patty to do one, you know, one of the episodes, she can. if she wants Ben to come in for an episode to kind of have that story of, you know, Lex sending Deathstroke after Batman, mm-hmm. you know, I, I know an hour is different than probably three hours, but maybe two episodes, however you want to fucking do it. Have that possibility... Wrap up the DCEU. I kind of sound like a broken record. I think we can start exiting the show. Or uh, I was about to call you Chris. I'm not gonna lie. I'm so used to doing the <laughs> fucking wrestling. Joel. Yes, sir.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty much done. I, I've said my piece for the most part.
0: <laughs> speak your piece, and uh, yeah, she's with the Jesus piece. Speak my. Sorry, I'm not gonna start singing like Biggie. But um, you guys have a good one out there. Uh, Joel, say goodbye to all the lovely people in Geek 5s Nation.
1: Bye, lovely and tell people.
0: And tell them where you are.
1: Who where? are you? Oh, I am Joel. <laughs> you can find me at uh, Joel underscore J27 on Twitter. Uh, and uh, if you're on our Facebook page and more, you better know who I am at this point. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's basically where you can find me. Only place you
0: there. can find me in St. Louis, Roland, on dubs. I'm really tired. I really I need to I need to lay down after this. But too, another episode of Wrestling Geeks Alliance coming out this weekend. Record on Saturday. We'll have it up by Sunday or Monday. Going over everything that happened. And it's gonna be fun. So check that out. Geekfivestation dot com. Go to there. You'll find articles from all of our amazing writers on different uh, topics, an array of geeky topics: comics, comic book, movies, wrestling. Video games. If it's geeky, we cover it. And Geek Vibes Nation on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or you can find all of our, our wonderful, you know, downloadable uh, episodes. And if you search Geek Vibes Nation uh, into Google, it's going to come up with like I think I don't know red. Uh, I forgot what the red circle. Red Circle Media, mm-hmm. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, all that. Wrestling Geeks Alliance, same thing. Just search that. You'll find it. You'll listen. Join the conversation. Be a part of Nation. Thank you, guys. I like the movie. Uh, Don't let the haters get to you. And um, don't be a dick. How about that? Yeah, Yeah. be good. (laughs) Be good. Thank you, guys. The GeekFies be with you. And as always, peace the fuck out.
2: Peace.